I'm Dallin. And I'm Colby. And, and we're Dalby. You're listening to Walk and Roll, an interabled podcast where we talk about the unique challenges faced by interabled couples. Stay tuned to learn more. On today's episode, we're going to talk about Colby's parents' reaction and their involvement in our relationship. All right, Colby. All right, Dallin. Oh, jeez. What was that? I don't know. That was pretty, that was pretty sexy. Sorry. <laughs> hey, we're on the air. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Your hey. nanny could listen to this. Maybe. <laughs> Someone would have to show her. So, anyway, um, let's talk about your parents' first reaction to our relationship. Okay. Go for it. Well, we kind of briefly touched on my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember we were just hanging out. We were sitting there on the couch at her house, and we were talking. And I was like, hey, so I'm talking to this guy online. She's like, yeah? I was like, yeah, we're going to meet up. She's like, somewhere in public, right? Where there's lots of people? I was like, eh, no, not this time. She's like, what? I was like, I'm going to his house. And she's like, what? You are not. And she starts freaking out and giving me the third degree about how it's not safe. And I was like, well... I think there's special circumstances this time. He's in a wheelchair. She's like, oh. I'm like, I could totally see her countenance change from, mm-hmm. you are not doing that, <laughs> to, to curiosity. I just didn't know that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, so how long was were we dating before you decided to tell her? Well, we weren't even official until the first time I came out here is when you actually asked me to be in a relationship with you. Yeah. So we had been talking for I think three weeks. So I think it was like the week before I came came up here. Yeah. To officially meet you in person, that I told her. I think she told my dad because I was like I don't remember my dad's reaction, so I think she told him. Yeah. But I remember then we kind of went on and Facebook stalked you and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we had what was that? Uh, we weren't really telling a whole lot of people. No. Like, I don't, I, you were kind of hesitant to tell your mom and dad, and we weren't really telling a whole lot of people. And I remember, like, we were afraid to say I love you. Remember that? Yeah, well, not quite, because what had happened is, we didn't say I love you till after I met you. No, maybe it was before I came out here. Yeah, I remember the first time you said it. Was... No. <laughs> no. You said it first. I don't remember uh-huh. that. But, yeah, we had code words because we didn't want people to think we were moving too fast at that point. However, yeah. we'd talked several hours on FaceTime. Yeah. So it wasn't just like we'd message back and forth a couple times yeah. and yeah. talked here and there. No, we were, like, constantly on FaceTime with each other. So yeah, I was like, we put 40 hours in one week. Yeah. That yep. was crazy. <laughs> it was a full work week. Yeah. But anyway, so your mom was yeah. like, oh, my God, no. <laughs> no, she didn't say that when she went out. She was curious, and we had a lot of conversations about how a relationship with you isn't going to be one that's out of the ordinary. Yeah. And that it would be hard. Mm-hmm. And, like, one of the one things that she talked about was saying the potential of having to say goodbye to you just because with your muscular dystrophy mm-hmm. there, and it being so rare, there's no assumption on your life expectancy but odds are that you outlive me i mean that <laughs> i outlive you not that you outlive me and so it was a lot of that can you handle that and i was like yeah i think i can i mean of course 
if that day comes, I'll be heartbroken. But yeah. I think with God's help, I'll be able to move on and continue my life. Um, so that was one of her concerns we talked about. And I know for her, as a family unit, that was one of her concerns about you coming into the fold is that that same reason yeah. is that it was opening up the whole family to a potential heartbreak. Yeah. <laughs> but it kind of goes back to our family being involved in foster care. This same kind of concept is just what she came around to, that if we can love the foster kids while they're in our lives yeah. and then have to say goodbye when it's time for them to go home or go to a family placement, then what's the difference with you than loving you while we have you and yeah. saying goodbye when it's time, when God calls you home? And so obviously that's not going to be easy <laughs> for anyone by no means. But like that it's was not definite either. No, it's not. It's not. But that was just one of the possibilities that that we all had to consider. Yeah. Was that that's that's a huge possibility. Yeah. Or there's another possibility. I'll write it down so much that you know Is that your goal? Well <laughs> you know, it's not my goal, but if you ever mess with me it might yeah. be. But, but overall, overall, my family's been really accepting of you. Yeah. Like, I remember basically almost the first time that, not the first time, because the first time they met you, they came up here and we went to dinner and they met you and everything. But by the first time that you went down to Alma, at that point, we were, we knew we were going to end up together. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. like my nieces and nephew, right off the bat, started calling you Uncle Dallin. Yeah. And it really warms my heart to see the acceptance from my nieces and nephews and even from my little brothers. Yeah. So like I just mentioned, we did foster care. So giving them some background. My two youngest brothers are 10 and 8. I think Chris was 8. <laughs> um, yeah. So they're quite a bit younger than younger than I am. And my nieces and nephews are right around that same age. And so we weren't really sure how what their acceptance would look like and what, what that would look like having, bringing you into the fold because really they haven't ever really been exposed to somebody in your condition. Yeah. Somebody, I mean, they've seen somebody in like the push wheelchairs from the hospital. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like broken a leg or something like that. But someone who's permanently in a wheelchair, they haven't. Someone looks like a pretzel. (laughs) According to TikTok. But they hadn't had exposure to that. So it was interesting to see how at first, like the boys accepted you, like, they had fun with you. They love racing you. Like, they still do. Yeah. But my niece, Gracie, watching her was really interesting because at first she was kind of reserved. Like, she loved FaceTiming you because I was babysitting and all she wanted to do was FaceTime you and I was trying to. Mm-hmm. It's like, let me talk to him and then you can talk to him. But um, she even still love, does love FaceTiming you. Yeah. But um, I remember she was kind of timid, like, the first time she saw you and she just kind of looked at you. And then she like made up her mind instantly that okay mm-hmm. he's Uncle Dallin and now, yeah, now her little sass. What's from my perspective, like for for you know your brothers and your niece and nephew, nieces and niece and nephews. <laughs> so the one niece anyway. Um, you know I I've dealt with kids my entire life, you know, and the perception of their perception of me. Mm-hmm. So I've had to learn how to deal with that and 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 kind of interact with them on a, on a on a level to where they can be comfortable with me. Mm-hmm. Right? So kids are curious and 
I have to. They don't hold punches. <laughs> they don't. They're they're very honest, and they they'll ask you one question, and it's what happened, and and I, I found that if you have fun with them, <laughs> in that answer, like the answer to it, they'll be more open to you, right? Because mm-hmm. you, you have to you have to let kids know that you're just normal, mm-hmm. and you might look a little different. And for Gracie, it was kind of cool because she'd ask those questions just like any other kid. But when you give her an answer, she's like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. You know. <laughs> yeah. Like, but it, it was... It, like, why doesn't his arm bend? Well, because yeah. God made him different. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like, whatever. But, yeah, so it it, it was your, your, your brothers and, and niece, and, niece and nephews were very open, and, and, and it's cool to be... That's what I wanted. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. and it, it just cracks me up still, just watching Gracie interact with you, like, the last time you, uh, I guess it was a couple times ago when we went down to see them and she yeah. was talking to you and, and she knows how Dallas Sherry work now that he can tip up and tilt down and yeah. uh, that makes his height different and so she put her hands on her hip and with her little sassy self she looked up at him and she goes come down here because she's just four I believe she's just yeah. a short little sass sass ball and so she told him, come down here so she could talk to him and made him Yeah, so down I lowered myself. I like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> but, yeah, for, like, for your mom, I knew her reservations. Like, I mm-hmm. could tell. Because I knew going into this that your parents, above all, would have reservations. Mm-hmm. And so I knew going into that. And I wanted to, I wanted to try my best to ease her, her reservations and herbs about it. So... And I knew the only way to do that was just be myself, right? Yeah. And if I could prove, and that was the biggest concern, is to prove to your parents, and, and more importantly, your parents, but your family, that I was normal, and that I, you know, mm-hmm. I do, I I tend to go for goals beyond mm-hmm. my, uh, you know, my physical abilities, yeah. that anything's possible. And if I could prove that to them... Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think they've come to see that. Like, yeah. they're they're very on board with it. Yeah. Like my dad, <laughs> Dallin called him a master ant builder today, because not having anybody in our family who's in a wheelchair, um, the only person that house was really accessible was my grandmother's, um, because she had a ramp for my great grandmother. Yeah. Um. So the first couple times we went down there, you know, we just planned to meet up other places and we stayed at a hotel and whatnot, but then. But the next time we went down there, my dad had built a ramp at his house. Yeah. And so their house was accessible. And then the next time at my sister's house, and mm-hmm. her house was accessible. And he just built a third ramp. Yeah. No, to, fourth. Well, fourth, two ramps. Fourth ramp, yeah. Today yeah. at my other sister's house. So now all of my family's house when we go down there is accessible to Dallin. And so they're really on board with making you feel like a part of a, fa- a family because they do accept you as you are. Yeah. And so it's just kind of cool seeing that not only do my parents accept you as you are, but my sisters and my brother-in-law as well. Yeah. And and it's really, it, that's what I wanted uh, above all is to to enter into a family that was so accepting to me. And, you know, I, it, I don't show a lot of emotion. Like, I don't mm-hmm. cry, but it really touched me today to get that picture of, you know, your dad out out there in the cold building those ramps. I was like, "Oh, my nephew is wow. in on it too, helping." Yeah, him. <laughs> right. It was just like, God, these people are just amazing. They're yeah, they're just just so open and loving. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I'm so lucky to be a part of that, you know, part of that group. So, yeah. So now, like, beyond building the ramp, I don't really know, like, my dad's reaction because I think my mom told him about you initially. But I know that you and him have had some conversations. I know, like, when you asked to marry me and everything. Yeah. <laughs> so uh-huh. you might have a better idea of that yeah. than I do. Your dad, he... I remember, I remember when I told him, um, I texted your mom and I was like, hey, you know, uh, I, uh, I have a question for you. And she knew, like she knew what I was about <laughs> to ask, right? And I, I told her, I said, hey, um, disaster, she had a moment. And she's like, yeah, call me around, I think it was like seven, we'll be done with dinner. So I said, I got a question for you and, and uh, Lynn. And uh, they were sitting on the couch, and I was really nervous. <laughs> like, your dad's, your dad's so cool that he's just, he's a lot like my dad. And, well, the funny thing is, is that my dad seems intimidating, like, just yeah, by looking well, at him. I've never, like... But <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny because, like, even my friends in high school are intimidated because my dad is, like, six three six i don't even know somewhere above six foot tall mm-hmm. and he's just this big guy got the whole men men going on but then they'd come over and he'd be sitting in the living room in his rocking chair cross-stitching <laughs> his glasses on the tip of his nose so like he has a tough exterior but he really is a teddy bear so well i remember you saying you were you were nervous to talk. i about was him. nervous to ask him but i've never been intimidated by your parents just because your mom is so she she's just the center of the family. Like she is the I don't want I had to say matriarch, but she is. <laughs> like she's the center of everything that is love in your family. Like mm-hmm. everything just the whole peak love just it, she's a tour of it, right? Mm-hmm. And your dad is one of the most humble men I've ever met in my life. Like mm-hmm. and I if y'all listen, I'm not trying to suck up. <laughs> I'm being I'm being <laughs> honest. Earn, uh, I'm being absolutely honest, but your dad is just. <laughs> I remember we went golfing. Wait, you were telling the story about yeah, sorry. asking. Yeah, <laughs> there's so many good stories. Then you can tell the golf. Yeah, story. so um, we went golfing with my dad. You went back to golfing. No, sorry, <laughs> one time I'm stuck on that story. No, so yes, you're right. I called him up. <laughs> they were sitting on the couch, and uh, I said, hey, guys, I got a question for you. And they said, oh, boy. And I said, uh, may I, do I have your guys' blessings, Mary Colby? And your mom said, you know, she said, I had reservations when you guys, she was honest. She mm-hmm. said, I had reservations about you guys getting married because me and Colby had some really heart-to-heart conversations, but she said, you changed my mind. She said, of course. She said, we both would love you as a a son-in-law. She's like, we would be so blessed to have you. And so I was like, wow, that was easier than I thought it was. (laughs) You know, why was I so scared? But yeah, it's it's just so cool, right? But your dad... (laughs) Uh, I'll always remember this. We had a bonding moment, right? And and it was out of fear. It was a fear bonding On moment. On your golfing trip. Yes. On our golfing <laughs> trip. So we went out. Uh, 
I guess the girls went somewhere. We went dress shopping. Dress shopping, that's what mm-hmm. it was, yeah. So, uh, your dad's a heck of a golfer, and my dad is too, so we decided to go play it's in holes, right? On a 90-degree day. <laughs> On a 90-degree day. And there were hills all over this golf course. So imagine this little electric wheelchair just climbing up these, you know, grass hills and whatnot. Most of it's dirt. Well, I was going down the fairway, and it was on a slope. So I was going sideways on the slope, and I guess I had a wet uh, grass spot, and I started spinning. It was crazy. (laughs) I did a 90-degree turn and started, like, sliding down this hill. And I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> and your dad was right behind me and drops his back. He goes over, drops him back to my chair, and saves me from tipping over. And I was like, oh, my God. And I said, is your heart beating like mine? He's like, yeah. He's like, are you okay? I'm like, I think we're just bonded. He's <laughs> like, I think so, too. But, yeah, it was funny. But, yeah, he's uh, very, very protective. Of the people he loves. So is your mom. So yeah. But what about your sisters? What were were Uh, there? You know, they didn't really have any like shock and awe reactions. Like, they're just kind of like, "Mm, okay. Yeah. Like they didn't really have, they didn't really question it. (laughs) No. But like I said, my sister, like I said before, in a previous episode, my sister worked with medically fragile kids. So yeah. That was nothing new to any of us. So, again, their curiosity was just the the level that you, level of help, I guess, mm-hmm. that you would require from me. So, but no, they all, they really enjoy you and having you as brother-in-law, I hope, anyway. Yeah, I enjoy them, too. <laughs> I remember um, Heather, she, she came up to me. She said, you know, I'm, I'm your favorite now. I said, okay. I said, all right, sounds good. And yeah, but I love all of them. They're just. I guess I could give context. I have three sisters and yes. two brothers. Mm-hmm. I two older sisters, one younger brother. I mean, young, one younger sister and then two younger brothers. There you go. So there's six of us kids all together. That may help them make a little more yeah. sense of that. <laughs> so, and there's your younger brothers are, yeah. Yeah, we already talked about their age. Yeah, that's so. right. Okay. So yeah, there's your family. Here we all in our glory. Yeah. <laughs> and now, let's roll out. In today's rollout, how about a fact? The two common forms of muscle dystrophy are caused by an inherited deficiency of muscle proteins. Becker and Duchenne's are the name of these two MD forms. Thank you for joining us today. Until next time. Toodles! Toodles.